like Quentin Tarantino is a modern day uh, George Lucas. My father has it. I have it. My sister has it. You have that power too. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Style Guide Podcast. I am Dave Morris, and with me, as always, from across the country, is Stephen Orr. How are you today, Steve-O? I'm doing good, Dave. How about yourself? I'm great. Did you like my musical intro there? I, I did, I did. Although at first, I confessed, I didn't recognize it. Well, I mean, I'm not the best mouth trumpeter. You, you've uh, done well before. <laughs> I, I'm a little sick today, so my nose is a little stuffed. I don't think it had the quite the resonance. Oh, we got there. We got there. Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was my best uh, my best attempt. Well, and at, people have the episode title, so they'll they'll get it right away. I think they will. Uh, today we are talking about, of course, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Now, keep in mind. That today is, uh, we're recording this on like, you know, Monday, December 14th, which is before the movie has come out. <laughs> so we're really doing a Star Wars perspective. We're not, we're yeah, not analyzing or like, it. Or like we're talking about The Force Awakens trailers <laughs> and what we rumors and what we hope and or think. Yeah, so so there won't be any spoilers in here if, if that's something you're worried about. It's something that I'm worried about, so yeah. don't worry. Yeah. If there are spoilers, it's totally by fluke, you know, because um, we might actually I might actually like say things that are going to happen in the movie, but I don't know they're going to happen. So I'm not spoiling it intentionally. I'm just like, you know, predicting and maybe ruining for you. Awesome. So so we yeah, we sat down and we we watched the trailers and uh, and well, I, I watched I watched all of the trailers. I think you only watched like one or two of them. Yeah, I watched the the initial, I think, first two teasers, which were uh, so awesome. And then I think I watched one of the trailers, which seemed to get much more into plotty details. And so I decided not to get too into it. Yeah, it, it, it in my experience with the rest of the trailers, there doesn't seem to be much plotty details given away. Okay, well, maybe I will sit down and watch them before uh, before I go and see it. But But have you looked at the IMDb page? To see who the cast is of the new movie. I haven't. You haven't. Okay, well then I'm gonna let you lead as much of the conversation as possible because I don't know if you know who or who not who is not in the film. Well, I do know that our our original cast is coming back. Okay, good. So so I'm not gonna ruin that for you if I say yeah. something about that. Great. No, I was I I read an article in Rolling Stone or something that was completely unspoiler filled. And, but, but it confirmed but it had the full cast. Yeah, it confirmed that the original cast was coming back, Which including awesome. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, uh, famous for being um, the little person in lots of popular Hollywood oh, films. Okay, I was going to say he, is that Lando Calrissian, but no, he played he played an Ewok um, in the in Return of the Jedi, and I just I saw his name in the credits of people coming back, and I was like, what? Who's he playing? But they don't have a list of who he's playing. So my hope is that he's a really old Ewok. <laughs> he's not the, the guy who was in R2-D2, is he? No, no. Warwick Davis played the Ewok that, like, 
um, that was sad when his friend died. <laughs> remember Return of the Jedi? Yes, I do. You so. remember this Ewok then, because it's the only it's the Ewok that had the most emotion in any time he spoke <laughs> with his naka naka. Um, and he ran over to his friend, and his friend was dead, and he was really sad about it. That was Warwick Davis. So he's back. I don't know what he's playing, though, but he's back. So the original cast is coming back, which is kind of exciting. I Well, this is this is the thing for me. So I, I didn't... I, I, I've got a lot of weird feelings towards Star Wars. I, I grew up basically in that generation that... Star Wars wasn't wasn't a touchstone for 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 my generation. It was an old movie that your parents liked. Yeah, and and w- I loved it. Don't get me wrong, I'm a science fiction nerd and and enjoyed it a great deal, but it didn't resonate for me in the same way that something like Star Trek does because I grew up with Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I had the yeah. experience of Star Trek all throughout my childhood. You watched new Star Treks on television. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that you'd never seen before. Whereas Star Wars, they were already out. They were old. Your experience with the new Star Wars movies was the prequels. It was, and and that was fun. Went went to go see. I think just the third one with a with a group of friends, and we saw it opening night. And there were lightsaber battles in the theater, and and we did pod racing with shopping carts, and like it was yeah. all kinds of nerdy fun. But it didn't. Uh, yeah, it those movies weren't as good. Well, and they weren't as good, but it was also um, it it felt it felt like I was kind of an, an outsider in a culture that I wasn't fully a part of. Mm, you were you jumped on the uh, Star Wars bandwagon. Yeah, I, I guess that's what it was, you know. And and like there were parts of it where I, you know, Yoda pulling out his lightsaber. I, you know, I was I thought it was awesome, just like everyone else, and mm-hmm. and had a blast during the movie. But it didn't it didn't resonate in the same way. In the same way that you know when it's football season and the Red Blacks make the playoffs, I don't really care, but I will pay attention to the score. Hmm. Interesting, <laughs> wonderful analogy. I uh, I grew up with Star Wars always being in my house. We had VHS tapes of Star Wars my whole childhood. So we watched it, you know, as a as families do when we want to watch a movie. What are we going to watch? Oh, let's watch Star Wars before, uh, you know, the internet and on demand was really around. So we watched VHS tapes of Star Wars. So that was sort of my experience with Star Wars was just it was it always existed. And I always knew it. Like, I don't remember... I don't I don't have a super clear image of when I first saw Star Wars. Yeah. I just know that I've always known about Star Wars and have always had that story as a sort of modern day mythos of what uh of of things to compare our world to as like a mythologic in a mythological sense. Uh and like good side and light side of the force and or sorry, dark side and light side. Um email Steve. Yeah, so like all that kind of stuff. So it's always just kind of been in my life, but never really was like, I don't know. I don't think ever in my life did I say Star Wars was my favorite movie. Well, and I, I guess the way you're describing it kind of, I mean, to, to bring up a, another reference, is would be kind of how the Beatles are for me. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like I get that they're good. I get that they, they were, they pioneered an entire genre of music and they changed the world. But at the same time, I wasn't a part of that. And so it and was just... to you, it's yeah, just music. It's just yeah. music. And Star Wars to me, I mean, uh, they were they were just movies. And I got I have to confess. Can we make these confess? Can we confess things before we get into discussing the new movie? Yes. 
Because every time I rewatch Star Wars, I tend to like it less mm. upon every rewatching. Not that I ever have hated it or thought it was terrible, but every time I watch it again, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember it better, you know. And I kind of don't want to watch it again because, like, rewatching them, it, uh, with the exception of The Empire Strikes Back, uh, Episode Five, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode Five, because whenever I rewatch Episode Five, Empire Strikes Back, I remember how actually great Star Wars movies are. But whenever I watch Return of the Jedi. I remember how I, they they aren't that great. <laughs> I, so I'm not a I, I I don't sit down and rewatch the Star Wars movies. In fact, this episode of the podcast is the least preparation I have done for a podcast that we've done. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I you know I sat down and I watched you know ten minutes of trailers and and then I and then I turned on my microphone. Yeah. So. so um, I, I, you know, I don't get inspired to go rewatch the 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 original trilogy. I haven't rewatched the the new trilogy since I first saw it. Um, I didn't really get into Clone Wars. It it doesn't. I I I don't feel called to it in the same mm-hmm. way, and mm-hmm. and so the ideas mostly just sit in the back of my brain about about the movies that I kind of, that I know and I love, and I, I know them okay, but, you know, I, I, like that Ewok, I had to think about that scene for quite a mm. while and be like, oh, what, what's Dave talking about? Because it didn't, it didn't really matter to me. Yeah, and you know, I, I want to say, I, I kind of want to use the word nostalgia, but I know it's the wrong word, so uh, hear me out. This idea that because nostalgia is is something that you like something because it's old and it blinds you to how bad it is, you know, and you just still like it even though it's not good Uh, and nostalgia wins. But Star Wars isn't quite that because when you look back on it, it's it's very watchable and an enjoyable film. Uh, and I do like it a lot, and I, I enjoy the mythos of it, and I love the the whole. I, I love the story of Star Wars, and watching the films again, I still do appreciate all of the practical effects they did in those older films, and how like, oh wow, they actually like that's pretty impressive for especially for that day and age. Certainly, and it does have that, especially for that time, uh, sort of thing that goes afterwards. Whenever I think about the special effects. And think about some of the story stuff. It's like, well, especially for then, it was super good. So that's why I, I want to use the word nostalgia, even though I know it's wrong in this case. Well, I mean, we we romanticize it, right? Like the the flaws we we kind of push off to the side, which is not to say that it's it's terrible, but we 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 idealize it to this this perfect version of the movie, and and it's not perfect. It you know, there the trilogy certainly has holes in it that make it harder to enjoy but at the same time we we kind of build an entire universe out of those films and we live in that universe instead of just in the films themselves yes and the universe super cool yeah well i mean who didn't like what kid didn't think that they wanted to be a jedi right like i still want to be a jedi yeah totally I mean, when I was a kid, this is the thing with the Star Wars movie. When I was a kid, my favorite was Return of the Jedi, only because Luke was wearing black, and that was so cool. Uh, now, as an adult, I look back and I realize that Jedi is my least favorite, but still, like that—that that was me as a kid. That was like to get into my kid brain. I like the idea that he wore black and fought with a sword. 
Well, and like that's that's the thing. It just it it oozes cool. Yeah. Like they're they're futuristic knights in in a lot of ways, and and knighthood is this kind of idea that we're we're all able to get behind, and and it just like blasters and smuggling and the Millennium Falcon and lightsabers. Mm-hmm. It's all just it's it's just awesome stacked upon awesome. Yeah, and it's uh, affected an entire generation of science fiction and movies and nerds and people like <laughs> since it since it came out. I mean, it also took a lot of uh, older science fiction and older like westerns and stuff, and kind of like borrowed a lot from those things to come together and become what it was. But it was totally like the pinnacle of all of those things when it came out. It yeah. did like the best job ever. Like Quentin Tarantino is a modern day uh, George Lucas. Uh, let's never say that again, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what that means. Tarantino's going to become is he going to like go back and like recut Pulp Fiction in order? <laughs> like that, that's what that's what that makes me think of. Tarantino's going to be he's not George Lucas. Don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're right to point to the way that uh, Star Wars did a great job of taking its influences and shaping them into something new, and then that becoming a vehicle for an entire generation not just of science fiction you can you can see pretty much uh like a, a, lots of storytelling changed as a result of that uh that film and and we still see echoes of it today yeah it was a very like like hey joseph campbell welcome to hollywood moment as well like it took that hero's journey idea and like used it as a map for a story to like a t yeah which which i think is why why I get kind of surprised that we don't see more movies that are like Star Wars because the space adventure in the style of Star Wars or in the in that kind of roadmap there's not a ton of those films. No. Like they, you know, we we see a lot of science fiction but it doesn't have the same um almost space opera feel that Star Wars had. I wonder if people would just feel like that's too much like they're just taking Star Wars. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, because the thing with Star Wars that I often think of is like, it's not just science fiction. Uh, the original Star Wars is fantasy. It's more fantasy than science fiction, right? Like, yeah. the Force in the original series, <laughs> um, not the prequels, but in the original three, the Force wasn't science. It was magic. At one point, I think Han Solo refers to, or no, uh, uh, Luke's Uncle Owen refers to Obi-Wan as a crazy old wizard. Hmm. You know, never mind that crazy old wizard. Uh, He's using magic, like the force is a magical force. It's not a scientific force. Uh, But there is scientific elements, of course, like the lightsabers are very science fiction-y and the flying and the blasters and all that, but it also has magic in there. So it's kind of got like the best of everything. It's like spaceships, lasers, magic, wizards, like super awesome fighters. Like uh, it's it was great, um, and that magic got ruined with the prequels. Thank you, prequels. Well, and I mean, there's there's something that's great about the original trilogy in that it's it's embedded in a world that the the science part of it has been forgotten. You know, it like they the the whole idea of the Force and the idea of Jedi and all the they're they're the far past and and everyone is kind of just living in the world trying to get by in the originals yeah the originals yeah 
yeah, yeah it's the yeah. far past yeah okay. yeah well and but like that's the thing it you you get this sense that this there there was an era in which the jedi and and the force existed and were prominent but that is a long gone era and instead all we have left is this crazy old wizard you know and he yeah. really is a crazy old wizard mm -hmm. and and it doesn't those, those films don't feel like science fiction i think you're right they feel mystical they feel they they are a uh, a fantasy myth far more than they are a science fiction yeah and yet still we describe star wars i think first as science fiction uh we both did in this podcast already but in fact, the original trilogy more mystical than science fiction, more ma more magical, more fantasy. And that points to you're right exactly what the the original or sorry the the new trilogy see the prequel trilogy. There we go. That's better. The prequel trilogy go. nice. got wrong. It's not just that they tried to turn the force into a, something scientific that could be understood, although that's bad. Yeah. But it, it's the fact that they they embedded the entire world in this much more scientific, mm -hmm. rational world. And it, it and they, it, they did that with the effects as well. They took them from being practical effects and turned them into more science-y, like CGI special effects. Yeah, and I mean that that stuff bothers me too. But just from the storytelling perspective, it just that that those movies ended up losing the the very the, the they don't they didn't feel like a myth they felt like a love story yeah <laughs> and and the greatness of the original trilogy was trilogy was its mythic proportions you can call it a trilogy 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 <laughs> the, the original trilogy <laughs> so so i mean i mean we we like to harp on the prequels a lot and i think that it's fair for us to do so but it, I think it raises some questions about what happens with this next set of films and how they're going to craft uh, a world out of the, the combination. Because they can't just forget that the prequels existed, unfortunately. No, they have to. They have to incorporate them, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, 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 does, I, I, that does bring me to the first thing I wanted to talk about, about this new Star Wars. Mm -hmm. The Force Awakens. Yeah. Is what it's called. So it is uh, an awakening of the Force, which to me is a perfect thing that says they are hearkening back to the original trilogy by referring to the Force as this almost like magical force that can awaken or that can, you know, rest. And so like the Force has been in slumber for however long and now it is finally awakening. Uh, that's, that's the, for, at least that's the impression. As soon as I hear it, that's what it makes me think of. It makes me think of, a magical force coming back. Yeah, and that's the the same sort of uh there in in the trailer I think uh Han Solo is kind of explaining that the Jedi and the Force uh they're all real. And yeah. I, I I don't know who he's explaining it to, but he's he's very clearly, you know, articulating yeah. that I mean a, as somebody who was a disbeliever himself, you know, this is now what 20 years later, he is he has been through it, but at the same time, the fact that he has to explain it at all roots it again in the sort of mythical world where mm -hmm. he is he is almost a crazy old wizard, right? Like, yeah, or somebody exactly. who, who, is, who met the crazy old wizard. Yeah, because it has been 30 years since the original series, 
in this world, but right. 60 years since the ridiculous, all of the, like hundreds of Jedi lived. Um, yeah. So it's been long, maybe now it's been long enough that everyone could plausibly have forgotten about the Force and hadn't really seen it. And all they've heard of is this story of Luke Skywalker, who was a magical power, like had a magical powers or something like that and th- overthrew the Empire or whatever happened. Um, and so that's the that's what they know as a story. And then Han can confirm it, which I think is a wonderful moment in that trailer. It's true. It's all true. Yeah. It's true. All of it. And he does this crazy look with his eyes. And I was like, ooh, Harrison Ford's acting. Yeah. Like he was almost pulling a Doc Brown there. Yeah. He nailed it, though. It was good. I was worried that he was just going to phone it in. But no, he was he was acting. <laughs> I saw feeling in those eyes. Um, yeah. So The Force Awakens, it's kind of cool. And I don't know which. See, I'm, I'm afraid to speak of any of the trailers because I don't know which ones you've seen. It doesn't matter. ruin it's anything fine. for you. Because uh, there is, I, that might even be in the teaser trailer where it's this the the dark voice, the bad voice. Yeah. Who we don't know who that is yet. Yeah. Um, but the bad voice says, uh, what are they, it's, uh, he, he says, uh, there's been an awakening in the force or something like that. I don't yeah. know exactly what he says, but he says something like that, that there's been an awakening that makes me feel like, ooh, it gets me kind of goosebumps. You know, to think that, oh, wow, now all of a sudden there's more Jedis, like there's going to be a whole bunch of them or something. It made me think of Highlander. Remember Highlander? I do. There can only be one. There can be only one? There can be only one. Um, But Highlander has the quickening is what they call it. Right. Which is uh, just like a science word. But um, (laughs) it sounds really cool when you say it. Uh, The quickening. Uh, And the quickening is when like you become an immortal. You know, and you awaken and now you are one with the universe or whatever they do when they quicken. Yeah. The So that's what it makes me think of. It makes me think of like, ooh. And they did that in Highlander 2, I think, after he killed everyone in the first one. There was all of a sudden some kind of awakening and there were a bunch more immortals he had to fight. And, you know, that having only seen the first episode of sense I yeah. think that happens in sense as well, doesn't it? Kind of. I mean, I haven't seen, I don't exactly understand how, but. It's more like they've been given birth to. But you could, I mean, that's where where the term quickening comes from. So I guess you could use that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Well, and and, and that was the thing. So that the person doing that voice, he was, was he looking at Darth Vader's mask while he was giving this whole speech? I don't know when the speech takes place because it was voiceover, right? So it's hard to say if they just cut it and pasted it. But. There is the moment where he looks at the mask and there's a voiceover of him saying, I will finish what you started. Oh, man. Like, that right. was that was for me the moment, I think, where I just lost my shit. Really? <laughs> well, well, just because, like, uh, it, it, in, it gave me so much faith in what they were doing. Ah, Be- yes, of course. Because this is a character who is treating the original trilogy with the same sort of nostalgia broken nostalgia that we're we treat the trilogy with and and reverence with yeah like he looks back at darth vader's mask and it's like i will finish what you started as opposed to the emperor's cloak or something stupid like that yeah and so it's just this this great moment for me where i went okay they're good they're gonna try and tell a similar feeling story to the original trilogy Mm -hmm. and and so i i got that's when i think i got most excited for for these films and and most optimistic and i i admit i am 
I am far too optimistic for the, like I I should tone down my expectations. But well, I don't know, man. I think keep them high. It's it's great. It's a lovely high to be this ex- this happy about something because I don't think this is going to let you down as much as the prequels did to the people that were really excited about those. So yeah. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So another another moment that got me all excited was seeing the uh, the sand the the like the like sand floater the motorcycle floater yep. on the desert. And it, that's that, that big, huge wide shot. Oh, and yeah. it skims across. And then you see a Star Destroyer that's like crashed into a planet. Yep. And you're like, whoa. Because it's like this is after the others. There's been some kind of like everything's fallen apart. It's got this like nice gritty feel to it. And then you see like someone scavenging throughout the ship or something. And you're like, this is awesome. Because it makes me think like the hero of the story, who I think is the girl they show. Yeah, that's my guess. But who, who I doesn't look like she's force sensitive, but maybe she is. I think she definitely is. Okay, okay. I th- I think I think she definitely is. But her name's Ray. I think if you need to know. Okay. She looks like, and everything I've seen from the trailers that I've been watching, she looks like she's Luke Skywalker, basically, <laughs> but much cooler and less whinier than Luke was in the original series. <laughs> like she. Yeah, she's running, she's jumping, she's like, yeah, she's super cool. Uh, as opposed to Luke Skywalker, who is really like whining, like, I just want to go to the store with my friends. <laughs> so th- this is one of the one of the struggles that I have. So I I know somewhat of the expanded universe, and mm-hmm. so I I confuse details of of what was written in books as opposed to what's actually happening. Is anyone like? Do we know if anyone is playing the 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 Children the, of uh, the solo Han and, children. Yeah, uh, I don't. No, we do not. There's no. Okay. I, I don't. Anyway, maybe okay. other people have looked into it. Uh, but I mean, because I remember originally when they were first announced the Force Awakens, or that they were doing a new Star Wars trilogy, mm-hmm. that my great excitement and and hope was that it would be Han and Leia's children. Yeah, and it would be a female story, like they follow the female Jedi. Yeah, uh, and it looks like they're doing that, but I don't know if she's Han or or Leia's daughter or not. Yeah. I mean, I do know something that I saw that I just heard in the, the trailers when I rewatched them that you may not have seen or heard, and I don't want to ruin it for you. Do you want me to ruin it for you? Yeah, go ahead. She says she's waiting for her family to come home. Hmm. At some point, she says that line, so we can expect we can we can assume from that that she's waiting for her family, and her family could be the Solos. You know, maybe they hid her on this planet for some reason, very similar to another story I know. Yeah. So we don't know exactly who her family is or what she's waiting for. Or maybe she's just saying that to somebody as a line because she doesn't want to admit that her family is stupid or whatever. So so that's the other thing. The One of the teasers is, is Mark Hamill talking to someone. Oh, it's so good. I know. Isn't that the greatest teaser? <laughs> yeah, that teaser. I could have just seen that teaser and that would have been enough for me to just be. Yeah. What does he say? He says, the force is strong in my family. My father, my had, father it. had it, my sister had it, I have it, and now you have it. Now, what does that mean? I know. And, and make, making that even more interesting is the fact that I haven't seen Mark Hamill at all. So yeah, in I, all of the trailers, mm-hmm. I've seen everyone that I expect. Where the hell is Mark Hamill? Yeah, there's the moment where you see a metal hand get put on R2-D2. Yeah. 
So that, I think, is Mark Hamill. But we don't know. We don't see his face. And we we don't know the context of that. And we don't, like, there... The thing, the thing about it that gets me is when he says, and you have it. Yeah. He says, the force is strong in my, in my family. family. These people all have it. And now you have it. Does that mean you are in my family? And because if so, that is would, that... That would make logical sense. Or does he just mean, like, you know, my family has it. And guess what? You also happen to have it. Like, it's nothing to do with the family thing I just did. You just also have the force. Because uh, that's exciting. Is it his kid, maybe? Well, yeah. I mean, it, if it was if it was Han and Leia's kid, he'd he'd probably say your mother has it. Yeah. Why would he say my sister has it? But it is more dramatic to say my father, my sister, my, and I have it. Well, yeah. And like I, I'm half expecting the this to be kind of an Obi Wan situation where uh, the someone seeks him out. Yeah. Or or is sent to him even right, mm. and he's. Uh, but I I don't know. There's there's so much here that I don't know, and and not knowing is exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. Uh, yeah, because it does make me wonder who who he is speaking to, and their relationship to Luke. Uh, very much so. I'm so excited for it. And I think I see in my mind I picture it as being the girl that he's talking to. Yeah, and it could whoever be. she is, uh, which would fit into this like maybe she's like Leia's kid, but Leia had to abandon her or something because she was running the universe and. She doesn't even know her mom is a princess, you know, like it's one of those kind of stories. Yeah. And then she meets Luke and Luke looks at her and instantly he knows because he's a Jedi. Excuse my language. <laughs> but he looks at her and he's like, oh, this is my niece. I can tell. Yeah. Because she's got the force in her, you know, the way he could, his sister and him could sense each other, you know. So maybe it's one of those. And, that, and that's why he says, my sister has it. I have it. And you have it because you're my niece. <laughs> Or he doesn't tell her and we get to have one of those wonderful Ray, I'm your mother moments when she's talking to Leia and it's like 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 Darth Darth Vader, but the good version of it. <laughs> Ray, I'm I'm your uncle. And she's like, No, you're not my uncle. <laughs> you never know. Maybe there's that because like I, I mean this is the thing that I, I'm also super excited about. Uh, we'll get back to more of the, the what we think is going to happen, but J.J. Uh, Abrams is producing it yeah. and writing it uh, and, like, hugely involved in it. He is it. And um, that makes me excited because I love what he did with Star Trek. Yeah. And I know some people, there's, like, this weird, like, he's doing Star Trek and Star Wars and everyone hates that because you're supposed to pick a side, but <laughs> I like them both, so whatever. Um, but I love what he did with Star Trek and how he, true he stayed to the original series while totally just having fun with it and giving me exactly what I wanted from it. You know, gave me Bones, gave me Spock, made them do the things that I wanted them to do and kind of like some of it was a little cheeky and like wink, wink. Uh, and I wonder if he's going to do that with Star Wars. And if he does, would I be upset by that? And I don't think I would be. <laughs> Like and what I mean by that is not like a a moment where like you know Luke and looks at Han and he's like wow you look like uh, you've done a bunch of movies since you know nothing like that but yeah. like like a moment where if if Han Solo is like on the bridge of some ship and there's all these like holographic cool displays around and he says oh it's a lot different than my day yeah you know like or wow technology's come a long way like something like that 
to reference the fact that it's technically only been 30 years, but look, the special effects are really good all of a sudden. Like, uh, would he do that? And would I be bothered by that? Or would I just go like, yeah. Or here's a better example. You ready? Yep. If Han Solo at some point shoots somebody before the person shoots at them, at him, and then he says, and he looks at uh, at Ray or whoever, whatever character's there, and he says, I always shoot first. Would he do that, and would you be upset? Well, I mean, the the thing for me is that with Star Trek, there's always been this this intense camp to it. Sure, like it it doesn't it it didn't take itself seriously almost from the beginning, and and so it I I saw a lot of that in Abrams as just being a natural continuation of Star Trek as Star Trek. In Star Wars, the the universe takes itself seriously, for yes. better or worse, and and I think that I I I don't need that those, those kind of winks and nods. Uh, I I think that there will be some of them certainly, but I think that they're going to be more subtle, and 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 more for the super fans and less for you know. The, those of us who who you know are casual watchers of the movies and so we're like ah, oh, that maybe seems familiar maybe it doesn't mm, i don't know like they'll throw like an alien that we should recognize from the cantina scene in another bar but make them older so it's hard to recognize them like something like that they might do yeah yeah i i can't imagine that they're going to be too heavy on the the throwbacks just because i think jj abrams is from what I can tell, interested in making a a Star Wars film. Yeah, that's true. But like, you know, like you see in the trailers the moment when Han and Chewie are on the ship and Han's like, Chewie, we're home. Yeah. And that is like, that line is designed to make us excited. Yeah. Right? Like uh, we see the Millennium Falcon flying and shooting things, right? You saw that trailer, I assume. Yep. Okay, good. A few. Um, but we see it flying and shooting, and like that shot was designed to make us pee our pants because the Millennium Falcon is back. You know, like, so he's clearly playing on the things that we love and sort of pro- almost like proving to us that, hey, I'm going back to the original series. I'm trying to ignore the prequels as much as I can. I can't, unfortunately, ignore them completely, but I'm going to try to. You know, like, that's what it feels like to me. And so, like, like, uh, like moments where, oh, there's another moment in the trailer that I'm pretty sure you haven't seen. Can I spoil this for spoil you? Spoil it. Go nuts. Where Han hands a lightsaber to Rey. What? Okay. And he Whoa. says, and he says, you're going to need this. <laughs> right? Because like, they're like standing there and he's like, eh, you're probably going to need this. Like that's the, the shot. Uh, sorry, spoiler, man. Spoiler. No, that's <laughs> you should have watched all. My the mind is just trailer. blown because because I still don't know if she's force sensitive. I'm like, maybe she's bringing a lightsaber to Luke. I still don't know either. He just handed it to her, you know. <laughs> so awesome. Know. There's a lot of shots of people with lightsabers, <laughs> but he hands it to her and he says that, which to me is like that is just like that shot was designed to make me pee my pants, and it worked. I peed my pants, so I saw it. You almost peed your pants just now hearing me explain the shot. I did. Uh, and so, like, like I, I would not be surprised if there's a moment where Luke and Han are in are in like a space battle, and. uh and Han yells back at Luke. He says, like, hey, remember what I said last time? You know, instead of don't get cocky. You know, yeah. that's what he says to, like, yeah. 
to make us all go like, oh, I remember what I said last time. And like just get excited, you know, or have him say, I always shoot first, you know, or have or have Leia still say something like, I still think you're scruffy looking. Yeah. You know, like one of those, like, I still think you're scruffy looking as opposed to you, like like a new line, like just harken back to all these old classic things that we just want to hear again and see again. And like that'll make us be like at least a couple of them because J.J. Abrams will do that kind of thing. You know, like all I got left are my bones or like the fact that Jim Kirk is always making out with like alien women. Yeah. And I, I think I, I think there's going to be room for that. But I, I, I think it's going to be almost even more subtle like a like a moment where where Han and Leia are like Han's about to leave and and he just turns and gives her a look and she just says I know or something like that yeah like but again that 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 to me is not subtle that's like they're just repeating a line from the original because they know we love it and and part of me like I I want all this stuff and so like it would be so easy like as as a fan it would be so easy when you're writing this to just be like oh I'm going to throw in these callbacks that people are going to think are awesome. Well, the like, I want to finish what we what you started, you know, and it shows Darth Vader's mask. Yeah, it shows Darth Vader's mask. Like that is totally made for us to see and go, yes, Darth Vader's mask. Like, that's it. That's the only reason it's there. Yeah. So I, 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 I and it is J.J. Abrams. Yeah. He's, and he likes that stuff. He does that stuff. And he has fun with movies. He doesn't just like... Uh, and so I, I wonder if he's going to bring his fun into it and how he's going to do it to not ruin Star Wars. Because that's the fear, of course, is that he does it too much and then everyone's like, it's just a cheesy throwback. Yeah. And I don't think he's doing... I think he's walking the line. I think he's going to walk the line perfectly. I, I'm, I'm excited to see. And I know that... Uh, I mean, so I, I don't have tickets for opening night, which... I'm happy that I don't have tickets for opening night because that is going to be an intense experience for everyone. Uh-huh. Like w- where watching watching that movie together with a bunch of people, the you're you're almost not going to be watching the movie. You're going to be in this kind of meta movie watching experience where where everyone is kind of waiting for those moments where yeah. they're waiting for the callbacks and they're waiting for the things they recognize, and it's going to be harder to enjoy. That's that was my experience when when seeing Revenge of uh, Revenge of the Sith, mm. mm-hmm. uh, be, because we we didn't even enjoy the movie so much as we we enjoyed the experience of being together watching the movie. If that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah, and being together and realizing like, oh, this is how Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Th- there weren't a lot of great moments in that movie. Because <laughs> yeah, normally it's like this is how he becomes Darth Vader. R two D two has has jetpack. Why has he language. never used that before? Yeah, that, <laughs> and that's what happens, right? And so. Oh, speaking of which, R two D two, the original guy who played R two D two. Right. He's coming back. That's cool. The original guy who played C three PO. He's coming back. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the original guy who played Chewbacca. He's coming back. <laughs> They're bringing yeah. back everybody. It's great. That's fantastic. Yeah, and Carrie Fisher's coming back. Man, there, like it's it. It has this feel of getting the band back together. Totally. And and actually, it does have her listed as just Leia, not Princess Leia. So what does that tell us? Well, well. So this is the thing that I wanted to get to. <laughs> like this is the the part that I'm really impressed with as well. In that, okay. it seems like. What he is, what what Abrams has has done is he 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 sat down and he asked himself, okay, 
Luke kills the emperor. What happens next? Mm-hmm. Like, what what is the fallout of of that experience? It doesn't look like the empire is gone. No, no, definitely not. But it looks like there was the civil war got worse. It exactly. It looks like what happened was Luke made everything much worse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In 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 that the there there se- there seems like there's a lot more room for chaos here, and so so the politics questions are really interesting. And like Princess Leia, I don't know if there's any room for for a princess in this new new world where where the emperor was overthrown, right? Yeah, for sure. And and so there are all kinds of questions about what has happened in in the galaxy beyond this this conflict and and who are the powers and and what's uh, what what's the world what are the worlds like now because we had a version of that in the prequels where they're like oh yeah no we're a republic yeah and and like it was this weird fight for democracy thing that was going on but i think jj abrams has said what happens when you overthrow a dictator in a country and and just kind of put that there's over like on the grand fall, scale. Yeah, the fallout of it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why there's like smashed ships on planets because there's this huge war that's happened. And yeah. and it sounds like someone's trying to get the Empire back together. Well, you know, someone's right? got to do it. Or is the guy who's saying, I want to finish what you started, actually a good guy? Because hmm. if he wants to finish what Darth Vader started, then that is to overthrow the Empire. Because Darth well, Vader started that by killing the Sith Lord, right? Yeah. Right? Am well, I right? Maybe the guy who's saying that's Luke Skywalker with a mask on. <laughs> See, well, and, and so this is one of the, the meta things for me, is that yeah. knowing, like, knowing the actors, I don't think that we're going to see a ton of uh, Solo or or Leia they're top build, man. Yeah, but they're top build because who they are. Like I, I don't sure. think that they're going to drive the trilogy. Yeah, I think sure. that they're going to hand the baton to those who are going to drive the trilogy. The lightsaber. The, yeah, the lightsaber. <laughs> so I definitely feel that with Han and Leia. But the fact that Mark Hamill is nowhere to be seen mm-hmm. makes me... I, I don't know. I just I I I get this kind of feeling that he is going to be a bigger character, mm. and, and I, think I don't know Han's, what that means. I think Han's going to be in like most of it. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be in a bunch of the fights and like a whole bunch of the movie. Uh, but then again, I've only seen the trailers, which only shows really like the one fight a whole bunch of times. All right. So okay, what do you think the story is going to be? I want to get your projection. Because okay. I have some, I have some theories based on what I've seen, but I want, I want your, I want your ideas. So you want me to go first? Yeah. Well, it's it's not that I because you have the expanded universe knowledge. Well, th- this this is my problem where I'm sitting in the expanded universe and I'm picking things there and trying not to, uh, trying not to let that inspire me too much because it i mean it it there's going to be its own story you go first you go first all right i think this this girl character is a skywalker she's related somehow uh i'm this i'm gonna say she's leia and han's kid maybe 
So she's a solo. She's a solo, but but from the Skywalker line. And An organa. Gets, a solo gets... organa Skywalker. <laughs> hyphenated. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. They've gone to hyphenated names in this in this world. Um and she's been like left on this planet to like keep her out of the war or something like that because Leia doesn't want her kid all caught up in it or something like that. Some <laughs> weird thing. And then then there's this uh then there's one there's this guy out there, the bad guy. And the force has awakened, and he is going to go out and kill all. His he's hunting force sensitive people and killing them before they realize they're force sensitive, right? Or he's trying to turn them to the dark side, and if that doesn't work, then he kills them. Like that's his mission. Hmm. That that's that, that's that's what I'm making. That's the bad guy. I think that's the bad guy's main main action. He's hunting them, and so he shows up on this planet where she is because she's a solo. Organa, so she's got some force sensitivity. Um, but somehow, like like uh, people are tipped off that this guy's out there doing it. Who knows who? And so Han Solo figures it like he's tipped off about it, so he comes to like save her, you know, and like fights. And there's this huge war battle on the planet while he's trying to kill her, and they get away or whatever. And he gives her a lightsaber, and he plays the Obi Wan thing, who's like, "It's real. You're a Jedi. You got to go fight. Go find this guy, and you'll be good." And then she has to go find Luke, and she finds Luke, and then Luke teaches her how to be a Jedi, blah, 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 blah. And then together they fight against this army or whatever. And Luke dies. Uh, no! <laughs> sorry, I know. And Luke dies at some point, and, and he says, you've got it from here. And he dies, and he's like, ooh, Dad, how you doing? And he goes off, okay? That's that, that, that part. But then there's also this other little storyline. Of this Force Awakened guy who is actually like a clone warrior? Uh, no, he won't be a clone warrior. Well, the stormtrooper, whatever he yeah, is. Yeah, he's a stormtrooper, but he can't be a clone warrior because clones had a shortened lifespan. And if uh, it's been 60 years, then... He'd be dead. Um, he'd be dead. So he's a stormtrooper and he gets awakened by the Force and like flees from being a stormtrooper. And he doesn't know why, but he's got to go to this place or something. Like the force is leading him somewhere. And so he meets up with her. And so he goes along with her on this journey to meet Luke Skywalker and stuff like that. And and on the way, they, you know, become buddies and stuff like that and friends. And there's like some sexual tension, but not really. And then, you know, yada, yada, yada. And at some point throughout this, like they encountered Leia and the whole like re- rebellion thing and they're fighting against that. There's like a bigger overarching story that's going to be involved for the whole trilogy. But for this one, it is her trying to find Luke to learn to be a Jedi. That's my brush broad strokes of what I think is going to happen. How do you, what do you think? Well, I mean, it like, is there anything that seems incredibly implausible or, or too far or, I mean, I didn't get too specific, so <laughs> it's pretty safe to say some of that might be right. <laughs> well, so 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 the thing for me is that I'm I think I'm assuming that the movie's going to take place in the backdrop of kind of the tail end of the Civil War. Okay. Like I think the conflict that would have started with the death of the Emperor is is still playing out, but. But instead, what we're seeing is those who were the rebels have become the dominant power, and the empire is on the run, more mm. or less. Mm. So the bad guy is the empire that's been on the run. Yeah, although I don't, I don't know if he is. He's so much. Like I think he's more interested in his own thing. Like I don't, I don't get the feeling that he is a part of the empire. 
Yeah. Like, I, I get the feeling that he's just this guy who's super interested in Darth Vader and the Jedi, and he really wants to be a Sith, mm. but he doesn't have he doesn't have uh, a Sith Lord to train him, and there are only ever two. <laughs> God that, damn you, George Lucas. It's, it's, a, it's a really good thing that there's only ever two. <laughs> it's so dumb. Okay, sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> but but so he he doesn't have anyone to train him. Yeah. And so he's he's on this this kind of I mean, it nostalgia mission kind of. And I think he's I I think he's seeking out Luke. Hmm. Cuz I think I think he's going to know who Luke is and so he's seeking out Luke. And Luke has gone into hiding because yeah. he's he's now the new Obi-Wan slash Yoda. And and that's what he's doing. And and as a way of getting at Luke, I think that this guy is going after the solo and organa kids. Ooh, to get Luke out of hiding. To get Luke out of hiding. Oh, yeah. that's oh, I see that. That's neat. So that's why he's gone to to attack her. And, yeah. Yeah. So she, he's going after her, not because he cares that she knows the force, but he wants to shake Luke out of hiding. Yeah, and it, and it, maybe she knows the force, maybe she doesn't, and mm. who, like that that part, I I I really don't know. But it's it's a matter of because I think that they have to invert the the relationship of the 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 wise old wizard. I don't think that they can do it going to meet luke in the mm. same way I think, I think they i think yeah. they totally can <laughs> like the the problem is it like they so luke went and and obi-wan taught him and then and then obi-wan dies and luke went and yoda taught him and yoda died and it just it just seems like a good way to invert that would be to force luke to come to them for some yeah. reason, yeah, that 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 would make sense. I, I'm gonna say I, I like I like my my Jedi hunter idea. Yeah, I think that I just think that would be cool if he was just hunting Jedi's. Yeah, because uh, that's like dark, you know, it's yeah. pretty dark and and terrifying. And then we can even have like a wonderful opening scene where it's some like person on a planet and they're like using the Force. They realize they have the Force, and then this guy shows up and cuts their head off. You know, like how cool would that be? Um, it would be great. And he says, "There can be only two. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like that idea. But I see, I see the uh, maybe he's he's hunting Luke in the end. See, I think it might. He's either he, he's either going to be hunting Luke, or he's terrified of Luke. Yeah, you know, like maybe. Let me throw this at you. Maybe Ray is the girl, and this evil guy is the boy of the solos. Hmm. And evil, one of the solos went over to the dark side, and then the other one they hid so that he couldn't find his sister or something like that. Okay, well, what if, what <laughs> if this guy is actually Luke's first apprentice? Yeah, maybe that so that Luke, could be, but that that would be like things that we haven't seen since the yeah. So like he took on an apprentice and he and went failed. Back. Yeah, and he failed his apprentice, and his friend his apprentice turned to the dark side, and that's why Luke is that would be classic hunt. Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, how about this? Remember that crazy floating machine they tortured Leia with in the original in, in, in New Hope. Uh, they bring vague? in this machine and it comes yeah, yeah, in yeah, it's got yeah, needles the... in it maybe that took a bunch of her eggs no. and fertilized them no, and no, no, spread no, no, them no, no. up and so no, there's no. all these like like Skywalker kids out there that are all trying to find each other 
and one of them was fertilized with like with with the with the semen of a African American, and so now that's where this other uh, stormtrooper guy comes from. Okay, what if after <laughs> the the second Death Star is destroyed, Luke is a celebrity, and he wow, just yeah. he goes out and he has tons of sex, unprotected <laughs> sex. Just across the galaxy. And so many Skywalker kids out there learning the Force. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Um, Although I, I do think it would be, I, I think if bad bad guy is, is boy Sky, a boy solo, solo Organa. Yep. And girl is girl solo Organa. And then they end up having to fight at some point in the second movie. He can reveal that he's her brother. Man, I think I think very, that's too cheesy. Very, very classic Star Wars. Well, it's too cheesy. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's there's one thing Star Wars likes. It is a uh, reveal of hidden family members. Well, and but like that's I think that's what we're gonna get from Luke. Luke's the revelation that Luke is related to whoever is the solo Organus. I don't know. I don't man. know. That one seems pretty obvious. Well, I mean, it seems obvious, and except for, I mean, it, it's a real reveal for the character, not for us. Yeah, or we're gonna find out that this bad guy is actually Luke. Man, that would be so awesome. But so, so this is the thing: Luke did turn to the dark side in the in the expanded universe. He does, and yeah, he does briefly. I, I think there's a he gets possessed by the the soul of an old Sith Lord for a while. He 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 gets he has this plan that he's actually going to I, I think he even has a plan to eliminate the dark side altogether. Wow. So the idea of, of Luke is the bad guy isn't Isn't without isn't precedent. Isn't without yeah. precedent and could yeah. actually be the the beginning of this film. It could be. But the, but then then the question becomes like how do they how do they fit that into like is he the, is he more the emperor in this role, or is he the guy out there hunting them with the is he the guy with the uh, with the dual the, the lightsaber crossbars, <laughs> what are those things called? <laughs> the yeah the uh, the uh, guard the yeah sword the lightsaber guard. with the sword guard <laughs> the light guard. Well, uh, because Luke doesn't know how to build a lightsaber. Yeah, he does. When when would he have learned? He built his own. Did he? Yeah, I remember there's that wonderful scene in, in Jedi when uh, when Vader oh, yeah. takes the lightsaber from him. It's like, ah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, just is. build your own. Cool. Okay, you know, so like, who the, who taught him how to build a lightsaber? He's a Jedi, man. The no, Force no. taught him how to build a lightsaber. No, you don't just learn how to build a lightsaber out of science. I'm pretty sure everyone, I'm pretty sure it's just science. Everyone can build a lightsaber. It's just most people prefer a good old blaster by your side. Okay, then why did, why <laughs> to is quote this, Han Solo. why is this red lightsaber clearly deficient? What makes it deficient? Uh, it the the beams are not steady. It no, that's just a cool little design thing that uh, Johnny Ive told him he should do. <laughs> I am so excited for these movies. <laughs> I know it is pretty exciting, and I like that. Like like the thing is, is like any any story that they tell that is is going to be a fun story. Yeah, and I trust J.J. Abrams to do a good story with it. Uh, whether or not Luke is the bad guy, or Luke is like the the reveal, or or she's his like the sister and the brother, like there's no twist that they can do that someone on the internet hasn't already predicted. 
right? Like, yeah. in this day and age, every twist is going to be totally, everyone's going to write about every possible thing. Yeah. So I, I do like the idea that Luke's the bad guy because I think that's a twist that most people would not want or expect or, or think is going to happen. I think because like me, my first thought is that Luke is the Obi-Wan character. Yeah. Or the Yoda, I should say, the Yoda. And Han Solo, I think, is playing the role of Obi-Wan in this one. Where he, that, he, he yeah. shows up first and they meet Han Solo first. Because they got to save Luke as long as possible. Right? Yeah. So they meet Han first. Han saves them. Han takes them to Leia. They meet Leia. Oh, my God, Mom, blah, blah, blah. Cry, cry, cry. Uh, or not even Mom, but, oh, my God, you're the princess, blah, blah, blah. And then she says, you should go see this person. And then they go. And then it's like, whoa, I'm your uncle. <laughs> We're blood relations. Yeah. And Luke has changed his name to Luke Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> what's german for uncle <laughs> no idea yeah because vader that's just german for father <laughs> das father das father his name is dark father <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so uh star wars does have its cheese but either way i'm, I'm excited to see what what uh what what happens with this new movie? Me too. Me too. Any closing thoughts? Uh, I mean, the uh, there there are clearly going to be X wing battles, which is awesome. So awesome! I just I lightsaber fight. Lightsaber fights. So awesome! The soccer ball droid looks really cool. Oh, super cool! Cool droids. They have enough old droids and old characters, and a lot of cool looking new characters. Yep. I, I was in an Apple store and they had the, the soccer ball droid and I cool. wanted to buy it. Oh, fun. I didn't because it's like $150 and yeah. I'm not an idiot, but I'm almost an idiot. Oh, and so. of course, uh, Simon Pegg is in it. What? Yeah. No, you're thinking the Star, new, the star Trek. Nope. No. Yeah, I don't know who he is or no, what he's character not. he's playing. No, he's not. But he's totally billed on the IMDb page as being Sim- in the film. Simon Pegg, but they don't they don't have him listed as a character. And if you look, there's like a there's like a, a sorry, I'm ruining the, all of these things for you. But if you look in the the like, there's the, someone made this super cut of all of the trailers, and it's like 15 minutes. And if yeah. you watch it, there's this moment in the middle where it's like a making of, and it's like talking, pe- seeing people on some of the sets, and they're saying things like, "Oh, it's so exciting to come to work every day," and like, "Oh, look, it, it's not every day you get to build a Millennium Falcon. Like, it's so fun." All these like cr- stagecraft people, and then there's a shot of like uh, of Simon Pegg, and he's like, "I'm just so I've never been this excited in my entire life." <laughs> like he's in Star Wars, you know. So like this, like as a nerd, this is a dream come true. Um, and he he's there in a desert somewhere filming, and he's like, "I'll sweat for Star Wars, easy, yeah, no problem." Uh, and he's wearing this kind of crazy big suit, but he doesn't have a head on, so it's safe to say that Simon Pegg might be playing an alien of some kind. So maybe he's just like a cameo, just because J.J. Abrams may know each other, and J.J. would know that he really wants to be in Star Wars. Okay, well, that's I I don't even. I, I'm going to be taken right out of the movie when I see Simon Pegg. I don't think you're going to see him. I, I swear, I think he's going to be dressed as an alien. You're not even going to recognize him. Okay, well, then, Simon Pegg, you be dressed as... Uh, as You know, I don't know many Star Wars uh, aliens. 
Yeah. I want to know who this, uh, this, this, there's this someone who's in it named Billy Lord. Billy Lord. Uh, and it's like she's fourth build on IMDb, but she doesn't have a character next to her name. So they're definitely keeping some things very secret. And and Warwick Davis also doesn't have anything next to his name. Well, you, you know who Billy Lord is. Nope. It's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, cool. Maybe she's playing Young Solo. <laughs> uh, I got nothing. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um. It. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I believe you, but I had no idea. Daughter of Brian Lord and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah, that is right. Cool. Oh, well, now I know who she is. And now it makes sense as to why she's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, any last thoughts from you before we, we wrap up what has been a weird episode? Uh, I've, uh, I, I did not buy tickets to go see it in advance. I had no intention of doing it. I knew I wasn't going to be one of those people. I, I'd rather have other people who need to go first go see it first you know like yeah. i'll be happy to go see it later maybe in like a few weeks four weeks maybe when it dies down a little bit uh and when it's not, when, when i can go see it not 3d version uh is it in 3d i have no idea doesn't seem to be the highlight but uh i go see a non-3d version if it isn't 3d and uh and just sort of like you know just have a nice like wonderful time in the theater I'll, maybe i'll even go see it twice yeah, you know, uh, and I'm sure it's going to be super fun. And um, if uh, I've, uh, I don't know what other movies J.J. Abrams has done other than Star Trek, off the top of my head, but he, he did Lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never, I never watched Lost. Lost was never one of my kind of things. No, he's he's more of a TV guy that I know him. He did Mission Impossible three. Okay, didn't really see him. Well, I mean, he did Armageddon as well, so I can't say I really like his work. But <laughs> are, wait, are you are you bashing Armageddon? The movie with Bruce Willis? Yeah, the movie yeah. with Bruce Willis, Billy Bob, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck. Yeah, I'm 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 bashing it. This is unacceptable to me. Uh I don't think you remember. I think we're thinking of different movies cuz that was one of the worst movies ever made. I I rewatch that movie every couple of years. Because I don't want to miss a thing, Dave. <laughs> We're going to have to do a special episode, I guess. But anyway, um, I, I've enjoyed what he's done with Star Trek so much that I, I trust him completely to make a wonderful Star Wars movie that I'm going to have that I'm going to have so much fun watching. Uh, and whether or not it is true to canon enough or whether or not it, it stays true to what the characters represent or not or the prequels or whatever, I know it's going to be a really enjoyable film. And I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the force is awakened. There's been an awakening. <laughs> One day I'm going to be a Sith Lord. <laughs>